home slice audio. Welcome to Doc Talk, a weekly podcast featuring Monument Health physicians addressing medical topics. Tune into your health with Monument Health. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Doc Talk with Monument Health. My name is Mark Houston, and last week you heard the conversation we had with Dr. Joy Falkenberg and Dr. Mona Saini. They are family medicine physicians from Custer, South Dakota. Welcome back, both of you. Nice Thanks, to Mark. talk with you guys again. <laughs> now, I know last week we didn't quite, we, we, we touched a little bit about rural physicians, and we kind of got into that, and we, we, uh, we had a great conversation about it. But I don't think what we kind of clarified is what a family medicine physician, primary care physician does. So, I'll take a stab at that, okay, and then I'll let, let Mona fill yes. in. So it used to be people were called general practitioners, which meant you could go to med school, graduate, and start practicing. That doesn't really happen anymore. You have to go into a specialty, and our specialty is family medicine. So we go through at least four years of undergraduate training. Then we go into four years of medical school training, and then we apply for a specialty residency in family medicine that teaches us about OBGYN, women's health, internal medicine, pediatrics, and then we become board certified as a specialist in family medicine, meaning we can care for people till the time they're prenatal to the time they die. And what I found so interesting, too, last time we were talking is you, you mentioned the word, I believe, Dr. Saini, you did at one point about uh, uh, an, a holistic approach to your medicine as well. OK, mm-hmm. so I kind of wanted to make uh, this podcast a little bit more about that. And lots of people hear the word holistic, and I'm sure they have a bunch of different meanings of it in their mind. But I would like to hear from you two what you think it means or what it means to you, I guess. Right. So when we think about a person as a whole, mm-hmm. which is where holistic comes from, we uh, try to not think of them as a duality of like their mind is one place, their body is another place, and their spirit either exists or doesn't exist and it's another place. A person is actually all those things at the same time. And they deeply impact each other. So like if a person is ill, you may be able to understand their trajectory, but there are parts of that that are mysterious, meaning we don't understand what the will to live does. We don't understand what their family support does. We don't understand completely what their nutrition does. So it means looking at a person and understanding allopathically, which is how we were trained, what types of lab abnormalities they might have or medical um, illnesses they may have, pathology, and then applying the other holistic part of that is where is their spirit at? Is it broken? Is it happy? Is it balanced? Are they grounded? Um, do they have childhood trauma? Do, is their central nervous system balanced? Is it feeling like um, it, it is creating an illness because they're off for another reason? That could be a recent reason, like a divorce, financial trauma, or it could go clear back to their childhood divorce from their parents, death of a loved one, loss of a home. So it's looking at the whole person at at, at a time to decide why they're feeling the way they are. Well, that's okay. That's really interesting because now as you're, as you're saying that and, and, and I'm understanding that definition, such a, such a, a big part, I think, of a lot of people's lives is, you, is, is so many people hear the term chronic pain, which a lot of instances, a lot of doctors are like, well, I, I'm not sure. what It hurts? Okay, we'll try this, this, this. None of that works. Is, is thinking of it more holistic? Is that could that be a better way to look at this? 
to, oh, to, to maybe yeah. figure it out? Oh, I think I think actually looking at uh, disease processes in a holistic approach applies across the board. I don't think chronic pain is unique in that realm. Sure. You know, I guess uh, I was trying to think yeah. of more something that, you know, um, that, that can't be really pinpointed and sure. you're kind of just guessing. Sure, right? sure. I, and that would be from an allopathic perspective, right? Like we mm-hmm. can't find a source for their pain versus our allopathic approach, which is, okay, we do an exam. This is what we suspect. We get imaging studies. It doesn't support what we suspect. The patient's still having pain. We try therapies. They don't work. We try surgery. It doesn't work. You know, right. that's kind of the allopathic approach. And I think the holistic approach is like, okay, my patient has hip pain. She also just lost her husband. She also has been having to do a lot of the work at home on her own. Um, would she recover after a surgery? Maybe, maybe not. She doesn't have the support. Okay. Actually, what if we talk to our local gal in town to do some acupuncture on her? help her out with her grief with her husband, help with the pain as well, and then see how she does. And, you know, I think it's just an, um, it's an adjunct. It's not, I I don't look at holistic medicine as an either or. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was trained allopathically and my basis, my strong basis and my foundation in medicine is allopathic. But in my quest to be the person that they consult to help with them, I'm looking at other resources and and ways of treating someone without um, using medications that may have side effects that they're not uh, willing to 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 go through, and also to have them treat all parts of their body so these disease processes don't come back. Even you mm-hmm. know, a lot of times holistic medicine is just living a healthier lifestyle, eating the right things, moving the body, moving it in different ways, learning how to meditate, learning how to be mindful. Those are things that help us in all avenues. So um, in in that way, it's kind of multifunctional. You can use it for so many different yeah, parts of medicine. Yeah, it's lifestyle type medicine. It's, it's how do you look at somebody's complete lifestyle? Well, it seems like more and more, too, uh, we're learning that your brain once people you can talk to people you can you can maybe explain like you said you know yeah maybe the a husband passed away or maybe they're having financial difficulties that all they need and we talked a little bit about this last time too is to be seen and to be heard mm-hmm. and that must be part of this whole holistic approach as well correct it's a lot of it and also mm-hmm. you know when you when you start the process a lot of people don't understand what drives them to do certain things. So a lot of what we see in medicine is unhealthy coping mechanisms that people don't even identify as coping mechanisms. So when you weigh, you know, 280 pounds or 300 pounds, what is it other than talking about bariatric surgery and uh, prescribing medications? Let's get to the root of that. Let's talk about why you feel good when you eat, why your central nervous system is calm when you eat, and let's talk about what dysregulates you so that you need to calm your central nervous system and then let's give you other coping mechanisms to do that that's through sometimes us identifying let's make sure you don't have a thyroid disorder let's make sure you don't have all these allopathic medicine type of things right and then let's take a deeper dive and that's a relationship you have to build with people is there uh, are there technologies now that you guys are familiar with that that also help with this as you're talking uh, you mentioned like mindfulness and for some reason the first thing that popped in my head is an apple watch Hmm. because they do have a breathing and a mindfulness part on there. Are these things that you guys incorporate to, are there technologies you'd use as well uh, in your practices or or you see coming down the pipe? 
yeah, I would, really helpful. I would say that I, I'm anti-technology and mindfulness, <laughs> right? But sure. I know I understand what you're saying. Right. Yeah. So, for example, I have a list of like different websites and different um, apps that people can use. I mean, one of the great things about technology is that psychotherapy is not uh, readily accessible to everybody, but it is through Talkspace. Sure. And um, there's actually a great website called wisemind.com that you can imagine that people have the same um, traumas, childhood traumas, childhood issues, marital discourse. And so they have some of the top psychotherapists in the world that have actually gone and um, recorded their sessions. And you can pay $15 a month to listen to all of those sessions. Oh, my. So, right? How powerful that is that? That is amazing. Yeah. It is. Well, and move, and now moving forward, what do you guys see down the road? Do you Do you think there's going to be more emphasis put on this type of approach? Do you think more doctors will um, embrace it? Or do you maybe... There's all these different ways that we can we can influence people. And so then maybe they don't have to have three blood pressure meds. Sure. You know, they, maybe they just need one. And then that reduces their pill burden. Yeah. It improves their overall quality of life. And I think that's where primary care doctors are key. I mean, as a person, you need someone to keep you at your best quality of life for as long as possible. You got to put some, you have to invest in yourself and health, your health is number one. And I will tell you, um, I'm a super busy doctor. I got two little kids. Do I make the best decisions when I eat and drink? No, (laughs) not at all. But I think about it. I would say we better lean in to actually really evaluating whether our lifestyles have a lot to do with how sick we are. Well, it seems that just seems so no brainer. It's no brainer. Of course our lifestyles do. Yes. So we have the most of any countries around. We have also the highest rates of depression. Right. It's not about the things people. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So holistically get, get involved in less stress, Uh, figure out your sleep, figure out your childhood trauma, lean into suffering and learn how to deal with it. Figure out why your chronic pain triggers certain things in your central nervous system. You guys make it sound so simple. <laughs> why? Why, why are you making it so simple? Because, you know, I, I hear exercise more. And my mm-hmm. first thought is, I don't want to do that, mm-hmm. though, you know. Right. And so, I, like you said, a lot of people then go to the doctor and be like, just give me a shot. Give me a pill. Come on, mm-hmm. get it over. Let's be done. But you can't. You're right. And I think uh, having uh, a couple of doctors like yourself who are willing to sit down. And again, the most important thing, I think, with family medicine physicians is the time you get to spend. I, I think that's so uh, uh, underrated with a lot of people. They, they, they just want to run into the, the, the urgent care to a doctor and get fixed. You've got to find uh, a physician, well, one that, that you know you, you trust and that you can get along with. And, and I don't think people, they feel like they don't have the time to do that. But but you're right. Speaking with both of you, that's just one of the utmost important things I think you can do. <laughs> Dr. Joy Falkenberg and Dr. Mona Saini from Custer, both family medicine physicians. You guys have been great to talk to. I might have to have you back. Hey, we uh, would if, love that. If not Sweet. on this podcast, on another one we talked about. Yeah, right, ready. Sounds great. <laughs> For yeah. sure. So thank you guys so very much. It's, uh, it's Doc Talk with Monument Health. My name is Mark Houston. Thank you so much for listening. Doc Talk with Monument Health is recorded live at Home Slice Studios, hosted by Mark Houston, edited by Russ Hatton, engineered by Chris Jaquist, and produced by Kelsey Kinney and Rob Henry.